Hello and welcome to Enter the Chat Podcast, where we talk about anime, video games, and all things nerdy. I'm your co-host, Qua. And I'm your other co-host, Siri. And let's enter the chat. All right. Uh, how are you today, Siri? I'm tired. <laughs> Hi, tired. I'm dead. It's you know it's been busy since the new year started, and I know we've had a session before this, but like we're almost in February. the The time we're recording this, like next week or next weekend, is the end of January, mm-hmm. and it's just been go 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 yeah. for. A lot of things and oof. And then it's gonna be my turn, right? <laughs> the next your turn we, to be tired. We'll be recording this during uh busy season. So I mean I'll be working a lot. So yep, it's uh that time of year again. <laughs> it's that time of year. It came so fast. Yeah. Uh how long has it been since we last recorded something? Two weeks now? Two weeks, yeah. It was like the first full week of January. Okay. Uh, what have you been up to since then? Anything you've been watching? Actually, yes, because you reminded me when we recorded last time that Skate the Infinity was coming out. And oh, so right. they had two episodes and nothing monumental right now, I will admit. I think they were focused on introducing all the characters, kind of giving them glimpses and first impressions kind of thing. But I love skateboarding. Or I, I I used to love it a lot when I was younger and I miss my little Pikachu skateboard. <laughs> so this is pretty nostalgic for me. I never got into intense like street skating competitions and things, but I love the rush. I love the, I can't even, one of the characters name is Langa and he's like the new student, He's from Canada, moved to Japan. And then, oh, hold on. Let me, I don't want to misspeak because he's my favorite character, even though he's the main character and I don't remember his name. Good job. (laughs) I'm so terrible with names. But once I get it down, then I, it starts with an R. Ryu. It's Reki. Reki. R-E-K-I. Anyway, Reki, I love his energy. Super energetic, happy-go-lucky. And then Longa, the new guy, he's, the complete opposite super reserved and to himself calm collected and this is not a spoiler this is literally in the first season but longa is used to snowboarding mm, from, and Can- so, from canada right and so <laughs> he thinks that snowboarding and skateboarding are the same thing but they're not and so they both have pipes and quarter pipes they do pipes. but i what what they focused on is you know, in snowboarding, I guess I've never snowboarded in my life, so I can't speak to this. I could be totally wrong, but it seemed like from Longa's body language, he just thinks that you just balance yourself and then you just start going. Whereas skateboarding, you kind of have to get the oh, momentum shit. going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Second episode, they he wants to learn how to do it for real, basically. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I was yeah. okay. So. This is gonna just segue into what our topic is today, but just from the cover of Jujutsu, or not Jujutsu, the skateboarding one. What's it called? Oh, what Skate Infinity. Say? Sorry, just from the cover and a bit of the trailer, I was thinking the story was gonna be more like gang related, kind of like skateboarders versus skateboarders. I mean, it's still early. You don't. I mean, you see, you kind of see. There's a guy who's the big man on campus, kind of thing, and mm. Reki's always having issues with him when they go out. Go out to the night skating and stuff. So mm. that could develop into something. Like I said, the first two didn't really focus on heavy plot. It was more about introducing the characters and their personalities mm. and the relationships and dynamics between them all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on my list to watch. I'm just waiting for it to finish before I dive into of it. Course. Yeah, of course. I always course. do that. I hate waiting for episodes, so I'd rather just binge it all. I am once. accustomed to it now because I'm impatient. <laughs> mm. I'm surprised you're watching it in sub, though. So. Um, I, okay, we let the record show, and I always say this: like I know I prefer dub, but I can do sub. I'm not yeah. adverse it's, to it or anything. Yeah, it's just I don't see it too often. <laughs> not used to it yet. Not yet. 
Well, I have been Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, Skate the Infinity. You should add Oromiya in there. Funimation keeps pushing that at me. (laughs) Right? It, it's really popular. I'm, I guess they're doing a dubbed with uh, alongside the sub right now with it. Is that why Funimation is pushing it, or are they, do they just have it as a sub right now? It's probably sub. I haven't looked at it, but they do okay. have sub only sub, obviously, because I waited for Sao Alicization, Alicization, Alicization. You're still not at part two in that one, right? No, because it stopped. Not, the dub. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate. Unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Well, my turn. I what have I been doing? I haven't really been watching anything. I've been trying to slowly go through Yu Yu Hakusho, and I found out Laura Bailey is one of the main characters in there, and I was like, "Oh, not shocking." <laughs> and it was like from a long time ago too, because Yu Yu Hakusho, I think, was back in like nineties, two thousands. So I'm like, "This is impressive." Does she voice a younger person? Yes, she does. She voices the main guy's girlfriend, Keiko. Yep. Oh, this made me real quick. This made me think of something. So I not anime or anything, but I recently went through Hey Arnold. I was feeling nostalgic. And so I found out and if Vicky, my best friend, had to remind me that we knew this, but I forgot, apparently. But if you remember Hey Arnold, the the kid whose name is Eugene, he's a jinx, always falls and gets into that's Ben Diskin. Whoa. The, a- AKA Vaughn. Mm-hmm. And he's the golden retriever from B Stars. And he is Shiro from BNA. Man, English dubbed actors have a long career. <laughs> no, see, and I like we know Ben from anime, but he's actually I think he's won Emmys or and he's been nominated for Emmys for his voiceover work. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's there's your cool. there's your VA fun fact for the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've just been slowly going through Yu Yu Hakusho. I did start a Minecraft server and I've been playing that with Matthew. So I've been playing with him a lot on that one. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Like uh, I know Path of Exile released last week. I started it and I kind of just got bored because I found Minecraft with a friend was a lot more fun <laughs> than Path of Exile. So I did that yeah. for I'm still doing it, actually. I was doing it before we got on this podcast. So nice. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was pretty much my week besides like going through work and work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't played much games lately because like, I've been really busy for I, I for those of you who don't know, I am a marketing promotions coordinator for a nonprofit called right hive i'm not going to give you i'm not going to give you the the sales pitch but it's basically for writers in the publishing industry and you can learn all about it at www.righthive write like writing right hive like the beehive.org they recently just got 501c3 so that's really good news so official nonprofit. <laughs> yeah that's really good <laughs> But as far as gaming, I, I've done a couple runs of Hades, just, like just literally one off kind of things. And then I tr- I've been trying to get through Persona 4 Golden. I'm about to go into another dungeon of my favorite character. Slight spoiler. But I know today I was just in B's stream and apparently Resident Evil 8 Village released some gameplay footage. Yeah, yeah. It looked interesting. It reminds me of Resident Evil 4 to where it's not so much a... I mean, it is a horror game, but it's not... I don't know, it's not. It doesn't have that scary factor like Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 7. The way he described it is, is like a timepiece, a Victorian mm-hmm. artsy style. Hmm. And so uh, I think they have the demo coming out on PS5. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's coming mm-hmm. out soon. I was... I think I read something on Twitter about it. So, mm-hmm. and then allegedly the new map for Among Us comes out next week, month. Man, they've been pushing a lot of content on that game. I did play a couple rounds the other week. Uh, I had no idea really? what I was doing, but I mean, everyone kind of just assumed I was new at it and sucked, so they didn't really accuse me sus. of anything. Yeah, I wasn't sus or anything. At, at some points there were because I didn't know how to report stuff. So people were like, 
why, why are, are you standing, standing next there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why didn't yeah. you report it? <laughs> yeah. So they were like, you're sus. And I'm like, well, I didn't know how to report. So no, literally that was me too. My first time playing Among Us. Like when you're imposter, this is my only gripe. It's not intuitive for the kill and vent actions. Mm. For some reason, it just... And this is why I got caught is because I hit the wrong button and I vented in front of my sister. And she was like, y'all, it's Siri. I literally just watched her <laughs> vent in front of me. <laughs> so it's definitely stressful. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's just a matter of like practice and playing it more often. And then you'll get used to it. People are, are so good. I watch Chris Villain play it sometimes when I'm, Dude, when I'm yeah. cooking. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what day it was in the last two weeks, but he he and the other person who's imposter, they were both imposter, cleanest double kill I've seen. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it was just like, wow. Yeah, it's pretty interesting to watch. Not so fun when you're the one playing it. Or at least for me, I don't find it too fun playing it. Uh, I only like playing as crewmate. <laughs> 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 among us developers if you happen to be listening to this i personally would love to have the option to be crewmate, crewmate only, only. <laughs> crewmate only you lose the point of the game then well my, my sister has been trying to get me to play it for so long but like after that first week i was just so stressed out and my anxiety yeah. levels were so high like I made up an excuse to go to bed at like 9 30, 10 o'clock because I didn't want to play anymore. That's funny. <laughs> and she knew it too, but it's like she's been trying to get me to play it. And I said, I only want to play as crewmate. And she said, That's not fun. Cause now we know it's one less person that's sus. And I said, Well, you can still have fun knowing it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's too stressful to be imposter. I never got to be imposter, so I wouldn't know. Oh, there were games where I was imposter. Two or three times in a row. Half the games, fifty to seventy-five percent of the games we played that's that funny. that that time. I think that's the time I was like, I can't do this anymore. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add before we start our topic of uh, this podcast? No. You want to talk about it first? Sure. So today's is kind of a little. It's not that our podcasts aren't fun, but this has a little bit more of a fun twist to it, and it was. This was inspired by a session from Crunchyroll Expo virtual. And what's going to happen is Qua has selected five anime that he thinks I have not seen. And that's a whole wide ocean. So he didn't have to look very far. And so what is going to happen is I'm going to look at a cover of it, describe what it is or what I see. And then try to give a synopsis of what I think it's about. And then I'll follow up with a the actual summary and title of the show and kind of tell her what it's about. And yeah, these are all shows I've already seen. And I'm assuming all the games. So I'm doing all the anime because I just have a larger repertoire of anime for her to look at. And she's doing all the video games because she definitely has more video games on her list than me. And I'm not going to guess the title or anything, but I'm just going to we're not going to guess the title. We're just going to I think just give the, give the title. I'm not going to give a title, though, because I feel like some of these you already know. <laughs> the game covers have the title on them as well. Oh, I'm OK. 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 I see. I see. OK. Well, yeah. some of mine don't. So you can have fun okay. with that one. <laughs> OK. We're going to be posting the images we describe on our social media, namely on Instagram. So make sure you're following us and then you can follow along and swipe through the images and see what we're talking about for the visual aspect. And our Instagram is Instagram.com slash enter the chat podcast. Do you want to go first? Like looking at the anime? Yes. Sure. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Excel world. And mm. Excel is spelled A-C-C-E-L mm -hmm. and then world. What's on the cover? There are four characters. One tall male, one short one, and then two women. One with short hair, one with long hair. And they're standing on top of, it looks like fire. Like the ground, and then there's like fire kind of around them. And there's a chain, and then there's like a mech in the background. 
maybe two mech. It looks like they're back to back facing opposite directions. So this is obviously a mech anime, maybe. <laughs> I couldn't tell you any plot. I mean, when I think of mech anime, mecha anime, I think about, you know, war, battles, and like basically Voltron just like robots fighting each other. And they're probably they're probably the not paladins, but the pilots that sit in front it sets in front sit in the little helmet looking thing am i even close no (laughs) shows how much i know about anime (laughs) well this cover doesn't really tell much to be honest so i i would that's probably what my first guess would have been that's rude (laughs) (laughs) xl world is actually by the same studios that did sword art online they came out roughly around the same time i think xl world came out first then sword art online came out with the same kind of genre, sort of. Sword Art kind of started with a, you're trapped in a virtual world, right? This one, you're not trapped in the virtual world, but these students, they gain access to this, like, metaverse from Persona 4, or Persona 5, sorry, where you can kind of go in and you transform into these avatars, which are things in the back, right? Each avatar comes from a certain, like, kingdom. So, like, you can see that the white mech or white avatar on the left and then the black one on the right, there's seven different color kingdoms and so each student because these are students right here who join these kingdoms they base their like i guess click or tribe based on what color their avatar is and they kind of do these like fights in this metaverse where they fight each other for points and whoever's kingdoms got more points they are higher up i guess is how to explain it the main character is the short guy he's kind of like the typical antagonist or protagonist where he's kind of like a, a loser in his daily real life sorry but that's just how they portrayed him and in this world he becomes this silver avatar and he is the only silver avatar this silver avatar has the ability to jump really really high and run fast and not many of the other avatars can do that they can't jump like like let's say everyone has a jump one like level one jump right his is like level 10 so his dream and his like ambitions kind of get portrayed into his avatar so is everybody else's so if your ambition is to be like the fastest person ever your avatar is going to be a really fast avatar and his is to be able to soar higher than anyone else and it's just this whole story of him growing as a person and the girl behind him with the black hair is the black avatar and he is trying to win her affections i guess like he he has this thing for her and that's the basis of the story it's a really fast anime uh, i'm kind of sad they didn't do a second season because at the time the studio was working on sword art online and of course that blew up so season two for sword art was announced first and then this one was kind of put on the back burner and then it never happened so well this sounds like it's right up my alley because apparently all my favorite anime are really short ones like yeah doesn't exceed you, 26 you actually might like this one it's really actiony like you can kind of get like sword art vibes from it when you start watching it so you might want to add it to your list probably will my ever-growing list of things to watch uh my turn huh let's go back and forth so yeah i was gonna do back and forth so i'll click the first one yeah okay (laughs) so this game is called devil dice it's a playstation one game it's got two like miniature devils on it on top of dice and there's three Three, sorry, there's one in the back, and they're jumping around on top of the dice. So just from like my first impression, it's probably a game that has to deal with luck and maybe a little bit of strategy because it looks like they have to place the dice onto the floor. And maybe it's like a puzzle-y type game, like Tetris. And I think that's, that's pretty all I got. accurate. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. That's all I got. It's not it's not luck based. It is there is a bit of RNG in there. And it's essentially kind of like Tetris. The you get there's a single player campaign or multiplayer, two player. So my sister and I played this a lot on PlayStation, and we we, we would take our PlayStation with us to like hotels and our beach houses and just plug this in and play. When there's a beautiful beach, like well, Galveston's not beautiful, but there's a beach like outside, you know. Mm-hmm. But so the the campaign, you just or it's called exhibition, you just have to keep clearing dice. And so with the way it works is, so there, there's the numbers, 
Mm-hmm. So for to clear twos, you have to line up two twos together. Oh, it's like, those, together. it's like those phone games where you like put all the stuff in a row together, right? Yeah, it, it have to be like a, it doesn't have to be a straight row. It could be like a cluster, like especially uh-huh. the pro strat here, guys. I learned this very recently because I was going through a virtual game library, but I was watching a gameplay of this. It's to get all the sixes together, just straight sixes every time, and then the ones obviously you can't just like turn it on a one and then it sinks you have to connect it to a a group of dice already kind of melting into the floor and then all the other ones on the board melt with it hmm. there's a battle mode you can play single player ver- or two player but there's i think there's five little devils and so obviously whoever runs out of life first or as you run out of life you ascend to heaven and the last one standing wins okay okay yeah i kind of yeah. figured it was something like that uh just yeah. like you put stuff together so yeah and i think there's a mode where you can create your own stages too we didn't really dive too much into that but it is there i believe all right so i i guess i was pretty close right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> all right Very number two true. number two I'm trying to Baku man. Oh god, you got the word Baku in there. So I'm like Baku go when I fight him. Okay. Okay, let's see. I'll start with the foreground first. So there's a character with blue hair, blue striped shirt, blue and white striped shirt, with blue jacket with a turquoise pencil pen. And then there's a guy behind him, tan hair, glasses, looks kind of like a bitch. <laughs> he looks like I would fight him. And he's got headphones around his neck. It looks like he's wearing a sports jacket. He's reading a book or something. And then you've got some like anime panel looking things. There, I have no idea what this is about. I feel like the pen or pencil is very important or I, it's like central to the plot. I don't know if this guy is the artist of these characters in these panels or something. Like maybe there's a club anime club where they are manga club where they draw stuff i don't know how that would play out in multiple seasons if this has multiple seasons definitely has multiple seasons okay so i'm wondering if it's like if you remember doug from nickelodeon he there were episodes that featured him telling tales of quail man where he draws some comics (laughs) so that's what i'm getting from this you're pretty close but i'm gonna give you a little hint this is created by the same creators as Death Note. I think I've talked about it before. Maybe. Oh my god, now that guy that wanna punch looks like light with glasses. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is Bakuman. It is a anime. It also came out as a manga first, but it is it's an anime about manga creators. The Death Note creators wanted to show how manga is created and like the trouble that all creators kind of go through and how they get to becoming an anime kind of thing this base the base of the story is the guy in the front uh the blue hair guy and the guy behind him is basically the death note pair did you realize that death note was created by two people Mm-mm. did you ever know that so they have a story writer and then they have an artist so the guy in the front is the artist the guy in the back is the story writer and they are a pair and death note wanted to create this and i thought it was pretty interesting because it was kind of it's not their life but they wanted to do show how two creators can kind of combine together to become this great masterpiece. And the guy in the front was an artist whose uncle was a manga creator back in like 10, 15 years ago. And he passed away because he overworked himself as a manga creator. And so he gave up drawing as a kid. He was like, I'm, I'm done drawing. I don't want to become a manga artist anymore. I don't want to be like my uncle. His friend in the back, they weren't really friends before. They kind of just were acquaintances in school in high school and then he saw that this guy could draw like he saw some like sketches of that he did and he's like hey my dream is to become a manga artist but i can't draw for shit (laughs) 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 so can you become my artist and he becomes they they become this pair and they create manga together but he the the guy in the front the blue-haired guy isn't convinced and in the very first episode the girl he's had a crush on for many many years can you guess which girl it is is it the brown-haired girl? Yep, that one. The one that looks innocent is the girl that he has a crush on for like many, many years since they were a kid. He finds out, or no, the guy in the gap in the back finds out that she wants to become a voice actress. 
Like that's her goal to become a voice actress. I can relate. Yeah. So <laughs> he tells the guy, his new friend, the artist, that she wants to become a voice actress. So why don't you go create a manga that she can voice in the future? Right. I feel kind of bad. I was hating on the glasses guy. <laughs> that's the ultimate wingman right there. <laughs> So right in the first episode, he tells this guy to go talk to her and be like, I'm going to create a manga that will become an anime and you will be the main heroine. And that's like his proclamation of love or whatever. I'm intrigued. I want to watch this one. I love art and I love like, oh, my God. <laughs> Apologies. <You> <laughs> Apologies to the glasses character. I'm sorry. I said I wanted to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of my favorite characters in this one. I mean, look at him. He looks like he could. He's gonna like. Yeah. So that's you know who he looks like. He looks like oh no, I I just dropped the name. He's from Danganronpa, the first one, and he's like the rich snooty guy. I I hated him so much. I used to say his name wrong on purpose because I hated him that much. Buyaka, but it's Byakuya. That's his actual name, but Buyaka because yuck. So the characters in the back are basically the people they meet along their journey. Mm. The antagonist you're talking about is editors. <laughs> the, the the five guys at the bottom are all editors. Um, and the, the top characters are like the one in the left is a rival manga creator. Mm. Manga creator. I see it. Yeah. The two girls are love interests. Right. And then the other ones are like other characters you meet along the way. But it's a really wholesome show. A lot of antics kind of go through it. It's really funny. Like just imagine death note style art and writing but on a wholesome level i don't know if you. i'm intrigued i mean i love death note death note's my favorite so yeah they do go into like darker theme stuff in here a little bit but it's more in the manga and not in like their story so like you get to see how they create different manga like you'll read manga inside the manga if that makes sense it's like manga description so in the anime there's four seasons it's quite a bit but each one's probably about 13 episodes, I think. So it's not like crazy, crazy long. I would highly recommend it if you want to know how manga is created and how it gets through to anime. And it's just such a cool journey to see where they go. I feel so bad. I feel like your choices were very deliberate where like, I, either I will take something away from it or our, our listeners will. But for me, I just chose like the most random shit. <laughs> like the most outrageous, colorful stuff. Yeah. All right. Game time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, second one. Kid Clown in Crazy Chase Super Nintendo. So it's a Super Nintendo game. Safe to say, I've literally never seen this before in my life. Yes, most uh, people haven't. That was my thought process. It's like, what games have I talked about or tried to show people, and they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It says here. Uh, so there's like a clown throwing a bomb on top of you know the words kid clown in crazy chase with like a dust cloud in the back and i guess it says right what does it say right here the wildest in your face in your face chase ever so i'm going to assume it's either a racing game kind of like mario kart but with clowns maybe this was like before mario kart became popular so this was like mario kart light uh, or (laughs) (laughs) indie mario kart I guess, or maybe it's just the running one where you run around like Bomberman and put bombs down, something like that. And that's basically the game. I don't know what else I could get from this picture. Yeah, this game, this game, this this cover doesn't really tell you much. It's actually a little misleading because you play as the clown, but you don't actually throw any bombs. It it's a diagonal scroller game. So instead of being side scrolling, it's diagonal from like top screen to bottom screen. Oh. The the plot is the clown princess. She gets kidnapped by the bad guy. It, it's basically Mario where you're trying to like find her. It's not oh. quite as long as a game as uh, the Super Mario World games, but each level has a different theme. Like there's a city theme, there's a is a forest theme, and you just have to just basically race. Uh, there is a racing element to it. You have to race against. There's a huge bomb at the end of the stage that blows up your path. Sparkle, spark, the spark, that the string that leads to the bomb. It's basically just a platforming game. Hmm. And I love this a lot. I played this, last time I played this was, 
I went to Nebraska to visit my best friend Tyler and I and we played this. He's like, this game is so intense. <laughs> Wait, but, did you guys do it on the Super Nintendo? Uh so his friend, our friend, uh, he has a an emulator with all the Super Nintendo games, but I played this on the original. Like okay, when I was okay. a, when I was a kid. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I have it. no idea. I've literally never seen this game in my life. I'll have to look <laughs> it up to see what the gameplay is like because it sounds like fun, kind of like a Mario's platform. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Next, I'll tell you the name. Golden Time. I see it at the bottom. Yep, because I couldn't tell if you could read it or not. So, just wanted to make I sure. Could've, I could have figured it out, but okay. Okay. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Six characters on the cover. In what looks like a city, the most prominent one in the center is a beautiful brunette, brunettish. Brown hair. Um, I can't tell if it's like like blonde, orange, brunette. Anyway, long flowy hair, and she's in a very flowy blue dress, very flattering. And then there's a guy who's like gawking at her. And there's a couple guys there. One cool type, one looks like silent type and then there's a happy girl and then like a normal girl <sighs> this just looks like she's the, obviously the prominent character is the main one the protagonist i don't know why i'm getting like mary poppin vibes from her <laughs> i think because her dress is like poofy like an umbrella <laughs> okay i don't know what the plot it could be anything like a high school drama it could be she is She's got superpowers or some kind, and she, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> this doesn't tell me anything. It looks so generic, right? Yeah, it's so generic. Like a generic drama or something. I yeah. think for that reason. <laughs> it's obviously not. It's something super left field, I'm sure. Okay. So Golden Time, I would say, is probably one of the more prominent romantic comedies I've watched before. It's different from other romantic comedy anime that I've seen because it's actually based in college. These are college students. They're not high school students. So the amount of stuff they go through is a little bit more, I think, more mature than usual rom-cons. It's not like crazy hectic or anything like that. Or super like extra. Yeah, super extra. And it's not, what's the word? Inappropriate? At times, you know, like well, that dress is yeah. hacking up a little yeah, bit. Right yeah, yeah, but it's not like cover. super. It's not super inappropriate. But actually, the main character of this show is actually the guy gawking at her. He is. Uh, the, he's the one oh who's God. the main character, and you she's lost the main. Me. <laughs> she's the main love interest. But there's a reason why he's gawking at her. It's not. I think this cover doesn't really tell the story very well. He doesn't really gawk at her in the show, so I'm not sure why the cover made it this way. It's a little weird in that aspect. I'm just like, I, like I don't this, know. I like the stoic guy back there like looking cool and stuff. Yes, like, so this show is basically... It's been a while since I watched it. I actually watched it when I first started college. So in the first episode, this girl in the front is actually going for the cool guy in the back. Like, she has a crush on him. Naturally. So she's, like, trying to woo him or whatever. He rejects her. And then the guy on the floor is his best friend and he like scoops her up basically is basically he he became the second what's the word what's the term for that when you like poppy seconds i guess i don't know but basically they they start dating right from episode one like genuinely start dating or like she kind of she kind of forces herself on him to be honest so in this cover it doesn't really show that but basically she kind of forces herself on him kind of like forces herself into his life because he was the one who was consoling her in episode one from the rejection oh girl yep 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 but it goes into a little deeper she has a lot of trust issues she's been trying to find a guy for so long that she kind of just doesn't trust like she'll fall for people but at the same time she's very clingy she's very like she she I don't know how to explain. She just has really weird relationship issues. But at the same time, don't it's like... Don't we all, though? Don't yes. we all? <laughs> <laughs> and this guy went to college for... He actually started... So this story basically kind of revolves around him a little bit more and his story and his past. He lost his memories before going to college. So he finished school. Like, he graduated, right? And then he had an accident 
lost his memories. Amnesia. From, yeah, amnesia. Uh, so he delayed college for a year. So he's actually a little older than everybody else who started at college. So even though he's like a first year in college, everybody else here is like second year. But he's the same age as them. So it's kind of like weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he, he lost his memories. And the whole series is kind of revolving around him kind of like catching like glimpses of what his past was. And he finds out later on that he used to love someone else. That was part of the memories that he lost. And like while he's dating this girl in front, he kind of like starts regaining memories of this other girl that he used to like. So it's just like he's conflicted about what his actual persona is. Like he doesn't know if he's the guy who likes this girl right now or if he's the guy in the past because he has no recollection of who he was before. And that's what Golden Time is about. It's very intricate and it's it's got good moments but it's got really sad moments too i think i might have teared up one or two times watching it but probably one of the better romance shows i've seen in a long while yeah i'm kind of like i don't know i'm not big on the rom commy. yeah i can't think of, i mean aside from sao because that because obviously there's a romance in that but it doesn't focus on it too much but yeah, I don't I, for some reason like the comedy, like the rom coms and romance ones don't really get me. You might not like this one as much, but this one does deal a lot with mental health issues. Every character has their own mental health issue and they kind of have to work through it. The main character just has like a memory thing and he goes through that. Mm-hmm. But everybody else on this cover right here, they all have their own mental issue problem that they're dealing with and how they're going to get through it in the show. So pretty interesting. Okay really deep i know i know sarah really liked it it was like one of the first ever animes i recommended to her and she's she loved it so i'll have to ask her about it tomorrow (laughs) yeah yeah you can mayo watched it as well he really liked it so yep definitely recommend it if you like romance and a little bit more deeper stuff and not like you know inappropriate romancy ones next game i forgot what the next one is (laughs) can you tell all my games are like early Generation. Yeah. yeah. So Siri has selected a game called Mort the Chicken. And it almost looks like it's a claymation chicken, like from like Sean the Sheep kind of stuff. And it's a PlayStation game. There's like a barn in the back and a bunch of grass and that giant claymation chicken in front or 3D animation chicken. And that basically doesn't tell me anything about the game besides it's about a chicken and it's on a farm. Maybe he lays eggs and collects eggs. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he's trying to escape. Maybe it's like, what's that game? The Goose Game? Oh, but, Untitled you know, Goose Game? This is like, yeah, Untitled Goose Game, but, you know, light. <laughs> or <laughs> the beta version of the Untitled <laughs> Goose Game. Discount Goose this, Yeah, yeah. Discount Goose Game. So that's what I'm thinking it is. That's all I got. To be perfectly honest, I've only played a demo of this game. But wow. I think it's hilarious. It's not anything. I don't think there's an overarching plot to it. I think it's basically like Mario 64, where there's just you traverse the you got the 3D 3D stages. You do collect eggs, and then nice. you you have to get all your little chickies like to the end of the the stage, and they go back home or whatever. But like, there's obstacles. Like there's a like the enemies you face are just like really abstract things like like a cube and then you have to use your i forgot i don't even know what it's called the red thing from the head you have to like karate chop them <laughs> like the moving cube <laughs> most obnoxious i'm like crying <laughs> so i have to look it up this looks ridiculous actually <laughs> it's ridiculous. i think i'm gonna put on a video is there oh, a speed run? This is a, a speed, speed run. run of the Mort the Chicken. So it's a okay. This is, this is this is SGDQ 2019. Yeah, dude, this is just like Mario. I know. I want to see him slap the the enemies with his head. Oh yeah, like, and then your health is based on there's like chicken feed everywhere, or you gotta find it anyway. Dude, he's such a skinny chicken. <laughs> yeah, so just, like new supporters. Yeah, I I. This was one of those games, or it came on a disc with my PlayStation magazine. So I was like, what is this? I can't believe there's a speed run for this. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Not what I expected. 
I told you my picks were just like super ridiculous. <laughs> Number four. This one's really small. Sorry. It's called Strike the Blood. Strike the Blood. Okay. Well, it looks like there's an ensemble cast here. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Five female, two male. Everyone's kind of like a, not a glimpse, but the only full-bodied person is a girl with this like glowing purple spear. And she's in this, everybody's in a school outfit, like high school outfit, minus a couple at the top. I'm getting vibes of, not SAO, but like going into another world or immersing into another dimension or something like that. It just looks like there's like a alternate universe type of thing going on here. I don't know why the spear is here unless she's fighting demons, which then I might be on board. <laughs> but this doesn't really tell me too much. Okay. Uh, Strike the Blood is... I don't know what genre it would be. I guess it's like a typical action one. It has a lot of girl characters, as you can see on the cover. I, I wouldn't say it's like one where the main character goes after many girls kind of thing. But there is a lot of girl characters in here for that fan service. But it's not like a ton of fan service in this one. But the main plot, I know there's not a lot of the fan service stuff. And the plot is basically the main character is the guy with the silver hair. He is on front. He is human. Oh, I didn't see he was full bodied. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah, he is human for a little bit in the first episode, but he gets into an accident where he becomes a vampire. So strike the the blood. blood Strike the blood. He becomes a vampire, but not only does he become a vampire, he becomes a legendary vampire that only comes every like thousand years or something like that. And he it's called the progenitor, if I remember correctly, where he's an extra powerful vampire and every other vampire kind of want to wants to take his blood, because if you drink his blood, you become super powerful as oh well God, he's moves on from yeah slayer. <laughs> basically the girl in the front is a vampire slayer ah buffy yes she is a vampire slayer which explains the spear and the whole interesting choice of does it follow the net the like the lore of what vampires we know of today where it's a wooden stake or is I there... don't remember actually. It's been a while since I've watched it, but I think that spear is made of silver or something like that, or some magic stuff. So he he has like magic powers because he's a vampire. So it's not like typical vampire stuff. It's got magic, it's got a bunch of he he's OP. Like once he starts fighting, you'll see he's he's super OP. And the girl is like one of the most talented vampire slayers. And you can kind of see how this is a little weird that they're kind of standing together. <laughs> Her mission originally was to kill him. Like that was her mission to kill the progenitor vampire, but she would always be really clumsy around him. Like she would fall or trip and just fail at her job of killing him. And he was just like this really nice guy because he was human before and he didn't change anything. And it's not like he wants to drink blood or anything. He just happens to be the most powerful vampire in existence. And he like helps her out. He like, she didn't have a room to live in. So he like, Hey, you can live in my house, you know? <laughs> You're the vampire slayer that wants to kill me, but you can live in my house, sure. Does she know he's the progenitor? Yeah, that was her mission. Like, they oh, know so his like... identity. Yeah, oh, okay. they know who he is. They know where he lives. I wasn't um, sure if that was like like one of those, just find him and it would kill him. And she didn't yeah. know one of those, like one of those Yeah, plots. so like straight from the first episode, first two episodes, she tries to kill him, fails. And the rest of the series is basically just her defending him from other vampires because remember i said other vampires are going to come attack him for his blood Mm -hmm. that they become more powerful so she starts defending against other vampires and not him and he would like help her fight the other vampires because that's if he wants to live he has to do that as well and that's basically the the plot of the story and how it kind of goes through i think there's a season two out as well that recently came out in like 2019 or 2018 but yeah, that's the whole story. I normally would be drawn to something like this, but the fact that you said there is fan service, I no, I said it's for the fan service aspect, but there's actually no fan service. Uh, okay. Because okay. there's a bunch of girls to make it look like it's a fan service one, but there's okay, then there's almost like this... none. Like I would say it's Sao level of fan service without like the weird 
sexual scenes from Sword Art. I, I haven't gotten to that yet, so. Well, there's those scenes everywhere in Sword Art, to be honest. Every season has one. <laughs> that, that's my issue with SAOs. Like, I love, I mean, I know there's a lot of anime that you get stuck in a virtual world and stuff, but for some reason, I really liked SAO minus the fan service part, part. And I love that. I love Bryce as Kirito, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Strike the Blood. I watched it so long ago, I don't remember exactly what happens, but that's what I got from remembering it. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's okay. next? Second game. Man, you picked some really obscure games. <sighs> so obscure that they were all in my library and repertoire growing up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, another PlayStation game, PlayStation 1, Um Jammer Lammy. Leave it to Lammy. Looks like two humanoid animals, I think. Like a cat in the back and I guess a giraffe? I don't know what those things on top of her head are. I never knew. Like I never It looks like a giraffe because it's like the you know, the little ears and then the I I don't know what the top thing is. Uh what are those things that giraffes have on their head? Mm-hmm. And she's playing a guitar and there's music and a microphone. So I guess it's like rock band for playstation discount rock band for all my games are discount <laughs> discount rock band discount I mean, Mario. all the big games had to be inspired by something so i mean if this is where rock band came from i can see it that's all i got so yes in a way this is actually a spin-off series or not series but spin-off game of parappa the rapper oh if you see the cat in the back, she's actually friends with the love interest in the Parappa games. Hmm. So she kind of brings the two characters together. So same concept. It is it is a rhythm game, where, but you don't use you no you don't use directionals. You use the the little icons, triangle, circle, X, square, and the whole plot is they've got their biggest gig coming up. Lammy and her her and their band is called Milk Can. And she runs through, she has to go through all these obstacles that get in her way to get to this gig. And, you know, all the, all the obstacle people, they're like, well, if you want to get through, help us out. And then the, a, a song ensues, you play the music because she's a guitarist. So you got the, the people singing and then she's echoing with her guitar. And the songs are really catchy. <laughs> like, you should listen to it. You'll st- like my sister and I still randomly just start singing random lyrics and we'll finish each other's sentences. But it's a really fun game. And, you know, Parappa the, Parappa the Rapper was a, a male protagonist. This one, you know, it's all female. And so uh, they actually these these characters, a- characters actually make an appearance in the second Parappa game. And they're mm. all, all kind of like a gang. They all hang out together and stuff. So, so it's like Parappa 1.5. Yeah, and then the second game comes out. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I should have said that first. I realized the art style is very similar, and I just didn't <laughs> connect the dots. Oh yeah, and then the <laughs> Onion Head—he makes an appearance in this one too. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played it. I just know about the game and the the art. So, yeah. okay, okay. I think this is my last anime, right? Yeah, it's the last one. Right off the bat, I'm getting like Seven Deadly Sins vibes, like art style, character, not descriptions. Um. Be facial features. I'm not gonna tell you the name of this one because I think you'll probably get an idea of what it is if I tell you the name. So you can tell me yeah. what. I, I will. I can't read Japanese, so I don't know what it is. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight characters. They're all kind of spread out on this rock formation overlooking what I believe would be like a valley or a town. There's a couple of kids in the back. Can't really tell. There's a. Oh, I think I've seen this cat character in the middle that's pouring the tea. It looks like Kate Sith from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I think that's where the influence was from. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right on. So, in the very forefront, I believe, is main character or characters. There's a guy with a, with like a long, not spear, but like a staff. And then he has blue hair, glasses, he's wearing this cloak with high collar. And it looks like he's wearing like an upside down cross. So I, I wonder it's like a overalls? No, what are the suspenders? I think that's part of his pants. Like Oh, it looks like it's, it's an artistic suspender. <laughs> artistic suspender. God, so extra. <laughs> and then next to him is 
a younger girl, purple hair, got the like high long ponytail. I feel like these two are the main characters because again, prominent, but they are, are more colorful and standout ish. I want to say this is one of those adventure types, kind of like Seven Deadly Sins, where you know they're a troop and they they go to go around to the towns and there's you know problem arises and they gotta figure it out and then somehow they're all related to this overarching big bad kind of thing. Close, That's very all close. All, <laughs> all right, so this is Log Horizon. Oh, Horizon! <laughs> I've heard of I okay. I haven't. I've heard the name. I just never seen anything about it. Yeah. So Log Horizon is basically like sword art online these people get stuck in a virtual game that they've been playing for ever but the way they get stuck isn't like sword art where you like oh it's a new you know virtual game we join it and then our brain gets stuck because our machines won't turn off no this isn't that they went to sleep one day this is like a regular computer game they used to play like wow you know they went to sleep woke up the next morning and found themselves as their characters in this world they just wake up world. that way. They just wake up and they they find out that they're stuck in this fantasy world that they used to play in. This came really closely after Sword Art first came out. So like the whole genre of getting stuck in another world, Isekai kind of like started popping off after Sword Art kind of did it. The main character is of course the guy in front. I can't remember his name for no Shiro. His name is Shiro, and I think you would love this anime <laughs> because Shiro. I mean is basically l i can see that yep he is basically l in the show from death note and he kind of solves things kind of like he does out-of-box thinking kind of thing like so in this world His there's logic like is beyond all of us yeah so in this world there's like game mechanics right and he kind of does like a game theory kind of thing where he exploits certain game mechanics to get things done faster more efficiently and he does this and he starts like forming a community um the people the three characters in the front the cat the guy with the shield and the girl were all part of his like guild originally and he kind of like joins together with them he's like oh hey guildies you know like you know how like you're in wow and you like meet all these people around the world he doesn't know who these people are in real life but because he's been playing with them for so long they kind of have this synergy as gamers mm -hmm. and now that they kind of like see each, see each other face to face it's kind of like oh you know we're old friends been so long kind of thing it's kind of endearing kind of watching these gamers kind of you know and join these are, are these the app you remind me did you say that they wake up as their avatars or is they it like wake yeah, they wake up as their avatars. Okay, so not like SAO where it's your real life body. Yes, except okay. so the girl played a male rogue, right? So when she met Shiro, Shiro was like, wait, you're, you're, you know, you're the male rogue character that's been in my guild for so long, right? And she's like, no, don't look at me. I'm not my real self. So she had to take like a revealing potion or something like that. And basically... Mm. Like, it restored her to what she really was in real life, which was this girl. Don't let uh, looks deceive you. She's actually like 27. <laughs> hey, that's the story of my life. People think I'm 16. And I'm like, nope. Add <laughs> like 13 more years on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So people can use a potion to look like their original self, you know, so the potion can turn them into whatever they want to look like. And that's what she did. Uh, but everybody else here is what their avatars were. So like the cat guy, you notice he's still a cat. That's because his race was a cat and he didn't change that. And they kind of go through this world, kind of like build their own community, their own city. It's very wholesome, kind of like a slice of life kind of show. But at the same time, there's like arcs where they have to go fight in a war. They have to figure out why they got stuck in this world. Because I think the biggest thing he had to solve was like first they had to figure out how they could eat like they were hungry but the game mechanics wouldn't allow them to eat because the food was basically computer bites like they they would put it into their mouth and you wouldn't actually eat it because it would just disappear kind of like that's... in games you know how like yeah. in games when you pick up food and you eat it you're not really eating it right so they yeah. had to figure out a way in the first season like oh how do i cook you know how do i make food so there's like ways they had to work around for the game mechanics to work out and like combat as well. Like combat, they they couldn't figure out how to use magic for a while because they're like, okay, this is a weird system where it's like 
if you were to enter a game world where everything was kind of run by a computer system now imagine the computer system had shut down and you're just in this game world <laughs> you know uh there's like teleporter gates but there's no magic running through the teleporter gates for you to teleport anywhere or when you kill monsters they don't drop loot <laughs> you know they, they something like that um okay so i can see where the this shiro slash l character really really shines because he's gonna figure out everything for the group mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how to make money or how to like go to the bank and there's still npcs in the game like they're like there's npcs walking around and stuff but they're doing normal life stuff they're eating you know the computer food and it's fine because it's to them it's food but to these people because they're humans they couldn't eat it interesting yeah very interesting concept um and it's kind of just if you were stuck in a game world but without the computer helping you this is what it would be like <laughs> interesting okay yeah so All that under to be watched yeah and uh season three is coming out in 2021 um i think it's already out so season one and two were really really intense so it, and it, i can't it, watch it in dub <laughs> yes you can yeah, there's a ton of characters in this one. And you kind of learn, they, they, they jump back between stories. So there's like multiple stories going on at the same time. And they all have their kind of like own agenda that they have to clear. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of politics, a lot of economy stuff. Pretty interesting. Okay. A lot of uh, relationship building, building mm -hmm. rapport, making sure you have alliances where they should be. So yeah, that's that show. Really interesting. I really okay. liked it. All right, okay, last, last game. I forgot what I put. Oh. <laughs> Why is this just like a bunch of characters from other video games? This I don't even know how to say this. God bless the ring or gaze? Er gaze? How do you say that? I I actually don't know how to say it. It's I just say ergies. Sure. <laughs> so you said there's a bunch of characters. Who are the characters? Dude, I don't even know who the characters in the front are. That's how bad I am. Who are the characters in the front series? Oh, I actually don't. I don't remember. I just, I, I play this. This is a PlayStation 1 game. I played this whew, like a long time ago. Obviously, you know who the one in the back is. You want to say mm -hmm. who that is? Cloud. Cloud Strife. And I believe the, the girl in the front is Yo-Yo Yoko. Sure. The guy with the gun in his arm seems familiar, but I don't remember. So it's been too long. But it looks like it's a fighting game, probably. God bless the ring. So maybe it's inside a ring, kind of like Dragon Ball Z fighter games, where they have two characters facing off against each other in a ring. But yeah, that's all I got. Maybe it's like a mis mismatch, mix match, mix, mix smash, mismatch, where they like have all their stories kind of interconnected. And they maybe if there's a campaign, it's all like, oh, I'm in this world now. And then. My character's gonna go to this other world of another game and fight there kind of thing, probably is what I'm thinking if it's a campaign. But other than that, I think it's a two v two or one v one uh kind of game. Yeah, it's an it's it's an ensemble or like coming from different places with characters. I, you know, actually there's a a big cast of Final Fantasy Seven characters. Sephiroth is in here, Tifa's in here, Yuffie is in here. Obviously, my big pull was Cloud, but there is a fighting element where, you know, 1v1, you know, fighting game. But there's also different modes. There's one where you race around a stage. And then there's different ways to, um, what's it called, sabotage your opponent. You can make the track go reverse. That kind of thing. And there's this is what my, me and my sister did and we didn't actually do the fighting part but there's a part where you're at the beach and your characters race to the end of the sand near the water and get the flag and then there's one where you have to like slide and get it and then there's like a hurdle thing it, it's it's an interesting game i know there's a campaign to it too which i never played but i've seen people play it but i, I chose this because it's very confusing <laughs> It's one of those really obscure games, for sure. That's not a very good description. It's just like, it's like a battle royale of like different types of obstacle courses you can do. Hmm. So. Okay. Okay. Kind of like just put all these characters together and they're just going to have random games, kind of like Duke Mario out, Party yeah. kind of thing. 
Yeah, not quite so much Mario Party because that's that's like a board game. But this is no, like... not the board game aspect, more like the mini game aspect where there's like a bunch of other games. That oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The mini yeah. games. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why we got a kick out of the beach thing. Like, yeah, obviously there is the, the main part is fighting each other. And so mm-hmm. Cloud is best boy. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much that's five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're done there that pretty much sums up what we wanted to do kind of do like a who's that anime or video game basically <laughs> and i give i thought that was a lot of fun hopefully you learned a lot about the animes i picked and yeah. maybe you want to play them i'll have to look at the videos of the games you picked cuz i've literally <laughs> never seen them before <laughs> yeah i would start with kid clown cuz that, that one's one, fun that one i I love playing it. It's it's a it's a rather rather short game, but I think it has a lot of replayability and there's different modes too that I just remembered that I, I won't give away, but all right, that pretty much wraps it up. We'll see you guys next time. Yes, thanks for listening and hopefully you found some new games and anime to add to your repertoire. See y'all next time. Quan Siri out. <laughs> <laughs>